Well, good afternoon. Welcome to the Mel and Floyd Summer Replacement Show. I'm Mel. Floyd is on assignment, but with us, as always, the man who knows everything, Mr. Smart and Pants. Thank you. And also with us... Yes. The human that knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it is uh, Ruby. It is. Ruby, Ruby, is it your natal day? That's what I've heard. Yeah, this is the day that I um, entered entered the world yeah in like physical form i guess it was in the world for about nine months previous yeah. to that and then yeah but you were in that safe protected part of the world yeah has it been all downhill since then uh, basically <laughs> <Yeah>. mostly <laughs> so, <laughs> when melvina was was in vitro my dog shemp who was like about 14 years old or so, she was on her last legs at that point but uh, she was my 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 favorite dog, and uh, she would bark. I hope no dogs are listening while she you would, say that. Yeah, yeah. At the but she would bark at uh, at my wife's tummy. <laughs> oh, interesting. So I think they were talking. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's that thing where they say like if you talk to your baby, they'll recognize you yeah. when you come out. So the dog was like, I want I want the dog I want her to recognize me. <laughs> well, Hannah did come out barking, so <laughs> it, made, it made total sense. Yeah. She does like dogs a lot. So yeah, maybe they usually programmed so. her. Hey. Is she back yet from her travels? Yeah, yeah, oh, excellent. Yeah. Went down right. to Florida and wrestled the gator, and uh, yeah, stopped in Georgia and did a, a fiddle contest with the devil. I <laughs> <laughs> made it back alive. Yeah. Devil, said, I guess I know who won. <laughs> devil said, uh, "You could have her." <laughs> I give up. So, uh, companion and I are going to be in uh, New Orleans. Ooh. Yeah, we're leaving on the first of January, and we're going to be down there. And I found out we are going to be. On an actual riverboat queen, we're going to be riding a paddle boat up the Is Mississippi. that a euphemism? Or? <laughs> <laughs> riding the well, we haven't figured out who's who's on who yet, but yeah. <laughs> riding the riverboat queen. Yeah, exactly. But uh, no, it's it's going to be quite exciting. So that's the first time I've ever been down to the big sleazy, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I yeah. hope there's a couple gators there to wrestle. So sure. Maybe, maybe Melvina could give me some tips. Yeah. I, I, I don't think you're a big drinker, but are you going to make a... Make a an exception for those big drinks so you can just walk down the street drinking and uh, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna have like little marks on it like like a swimming pool or something. You know? Yes, yes. And I'm gonna show alcohol. people body parts and everything. It turns out there's a uh, uh, the seventh, which of course is the feast of the Epiphany, is also the the festival of uh, Joan of Arc. Jean d'Arc. Oh, so there's it's a big deal down oh, there. So that'd be fun. Like set things on fire then? Or yeah, exactly. Like, oh. We're gonna find as many heretics as we can, <laughs> <laughs> in keeping with the traditions of the South. So. <laughs> Is an arc welder, is that named after Joan of Arc? I always wondered that. So. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. No. No discussion at so all. You, so you're going to have a birthday uh, celebration, I assume. What are you yeah, do? I'm keeping it low-key. The thing with having a birthday right around New Year's is that if you don't play your cards right, you're suddenly out every night of the weekend, mm. you know? How will playing cards help? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever get cheated on, on presents as a kid just because you're so close to Christmas? Or? Never from my like parents, but like sometimes I'd get friends who'd be like, this is for your birthday and Christmas. And then yeah. I'd be like, mm. this is for your birthday and Christmas. So I have you a know. close friend whose birthday is the day before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And my late grandmother, her birthday was the day after Christmas. And she was born in uh, in Wales, and in in of course the United Kingdom they have Boxing Day. Oh. So her parents used to say that that she was their little Boxing Day present. Mm. 
but she resented that their whole life because she didn't get any any additional presents or something. I do think it it sort of you get cheated by just only getting all your gifts at one time of the year. Right. Right. It's sort of nice to spread them out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Did you ever get? Do you have siblings? Yes, I do. Did you guys ever get birthdays or birthday presents on the other person's birthday? Um, Like unbirthday presents. I I did. A couple times for my brother's birthday when I was a child, yeah. got like big sister gifts. Ah. Right. You've been a big sister for four years. Okay. You've been a big sister for however many years. So, okay. yeah. All right. Good. But not a ton. There's four of us. That's kind of a lot of gifts to be giving. So, my mother was kind of like the U.S. with... Uh, with Israel and Egypt back in the day. She, she'd give each of us a gift on the other one's birthday. So it, a giant conflict would not yeah. erupt. So we were used to that. <laughs> <laughs> that was her foreign policy. <laughs> give everybody what they want. Everybody what they want. They'll yeah. shut up. Yeah, exactly. A little uh, birthday gift for me was that uh, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, which is one of my favorite people in the true crime sure, realm, sure. was released from prison early. Yeah. Um, so I hope she's doing good wherever she's at. <laughs> Here's the headline that I loved. Gao defends porn videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was, I was I was kind of fascinated by this story. So they this Everybody was the chancellor was. <laughs> of lacrosse, of course, sure. UW lacrosse. And he and his wife, and uh, I have to say, uh, companion said, you know, I, I'm going to get a subscription to this site. I mean, they're probably flogging this for all it's worth. But the Board of Regents was going to dismiss so him to speak. from his position <laughs> right before he was going to retire anyway, because, you know, this is kind of unseemly, obviously. But, yeah, I really I kind of thought about this a lot because they're, he's retiring. His wife lost her job because the institution she was at before folded, apparently. And uh, so they were. They have a. They have a program called Sexy Healthy Cooking, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, where they they basically uh, just watch for the splatter. Yeah, watch for the splatter. <laughs> I'm, but I was just kind of fascinated by this that he's he's actually defending this, and yeah. I thought, well, there's a lot of people that do make money. Uh, that's their primary way of making money. So. Yeah. yeah. Not sure what I think. Well, about he's going to make a lot more money now. Yeah, I mean, this made guess. international headlines. Oh, did it really? Yeah, it was in the Guardian. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I know what books to search for now to 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 learn about their um, sex life. <laughs> I know the titles. <laughs> My kid watched one of their YouTube videos, and she said it wasn't really much. I mean, she said you really had to be, you know. Very sensitive. Well, he did request from the institution that they provide him with an endowed fellowship. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Can we they turned him down. It was like the story we had last week where the guy from the Dukes of Hazard said that Biden should be hung. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the young one is. Yeah. <laughs> we all know that. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did you but, hear but that this, this chancellor? Okay. Though, I mean, he's he's been an advocate of of uh, free speech and First Amendment for a long time. I mean, he he had a class a few years ago where he brought in um, a porn actress yeah. to to talk, and uh, you know, I mean, that's that's a part of human, you know, yeah. sexuality, human communication, yeah. human interaction. I mean, we people liked porn for. I mean, there's. <laughs> There's porn on, on caveman yes, walls. Yes, exactly. I was going to say, go to Rome sometime and see some of the... Yeah, I mean, that was the thing when they uh, when they unburied Herculaneum and uh, Pompeii, is that you can see all the porn. And one of them, which I love, is a, a guy went to a house of prostitution and wrote the famous lines 
from uh, uh, the Gallic Wars. I came, I saw, I conquered <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> so, Did he really? So they, yes, I'm not making that up. That's so. funny. <laughs> Except he said, I saw, I came, I conquered. Yeah. Anyway, but, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so, so yeah, it's been around. For a good time called Pandora. XXVI. But my point is that that's a legitimate thing to talk about. Yeah. I don't think of it as, I, I, it's weird though, I don't think of it as free speech. I know that's been, I know the concept has been expanded by the courts over the years to include like anything corporations do to try to like <laughs> bamboozle you into buying their crap and, and free expression, you know, obviously the, the famous ruling about burning the flag and things like that. Those yeah. are all extensions of this. But I, this, I have a very hard time, I hate to be an originalist, but I have a very hard time imagining that James Madison was thinking of this when he wrote the, the, the amendments to the Constitution. I think he was primarily mentioning, well, the, were, thinking of the idea of ideological suppression. Speech, yeah, yeah, you know, that we have to speak in order to be able to come to reasonable yeah. judgments about yeah. things. But there's no way that he could have even imagined the Internet. Oh, James Madison? Yeah. No, but he could or, imagine the other stuff. Or a telephone. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just how easy it is to take pictures or videos of your nude or semi-nude body. Hey, William Blake could draw a pretty mean nude. <laughs> <laughs> Lickety split. I mean, and we're talking 1790 here. I think by the time the I that retirement send a age. pornographic telegram. Dot, 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 dot. I think by the time that I'm at retirement age, it's going to be like eight or not maybe 80, like 50% of my peers had some sort of like yeah, like nude scandal or had an only oh yeah of course or, oh yeah definitely yeah. My, yeah my kid was saying it's so common now and people she's a little few few years younger than you but not much yeah but, uh, but she said you know people will have the their only fans link on their instagram yeah. and yeah. you know and it's it's just kind of a pretty much normal thing for I, I follow a couple of guys in in montreal who have a channel that i don't watch uh-huh. But I mean, they sure. just—it's weird to watch them in there because they're talking about their lives yeah. and things that they do yeah. and stuff like that. And then they say, "And here's our channel. You can watch us, you know, having sex." And I haven't done that, but I, it's like, well, it just seems as normal as can be. By the way, I think it's adorable that you believe you'll have retirement. <laughs> <laughs> We're sucking up all that retirement money. Are you kidding? Where is that coming from? We're going to be in a world with no money. It's just going to be gonna like be. I'm going to be the person who makes clothes <laughs> yeah. for everyone yeah. in our, our commune yeah. and it'll be 175 yeah. degrees. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. In Wisconsin. <laughs> and you're welcome. That's <laughs> all you got to say. <laughs> and we're all going to talk about when we all had OnlyFans. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. When you actually had the electricity. Before the giant electromagnetic pulse from the sun blew everything up. Yeah. You know. no, yeah. Before they privatized everything. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love how Texas has privatized their grid and it just it collapses like three times a week now. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, it, it, we didn't think people would be running air conditioners. Yeah. yeah. Or no, inflatable they, snowmen. It's all about. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I want to name my name names. Samara Kalk from uh, the Wisconsin State Journal did a story about what we were talking about last week. She actually went and talked snowmen? about the talked to the people on Monroe Street. Good story. Uh, a little bit too upbeat for me because I don't think she saw the dark side of having 32 <laughs> Santa Clauses that are like two stories high all lined up along the street. But it was cute. There was it was definitely the the guy that was kind of the motive force behind it. He was a real kind of neighborhood, uh, you know, joiner. He's trying to get everybody to kind of do stuff. And we, and we acknowledge that. But but I, I just uh, it was it was a very interesting article. But I just thought I don't think she I don't think she's quite getting how 
how horrifying it is when you see them all lined up along the street. I, I would say I was listening to you last week and I said, this guy's a Grinch. Like this Who, is me? Yes. Yeah, this, no, this is a no, Grinch no. before his, his heart grew no, two no, sizes. No, no, no. That day. no, no. I love I love things I love things that are tiny and spare and weird. I don't like uniformity, gigantism, and everybody doing exactly the same thing. Mm. That's what I freak out. I hear about. I hear you. I I um I don't I don't have any opinions necessarily. I like I like <laughs> oh, No, come on, you gotta have an opinion. <laughs> I like I like the idea of it. I have a friend who drives past it every day on his way to work and he says that he actually hates anything that isn't the Santas. He wants Santas only. <laughs> and every See, there time, you go. Every We're time. living in a Santa only nation. <laughs> have you noticed that? <laughs> you don't you like something other than Santa? You're out. <laughs> well yeah it's it's sort of I think what he was explaining to me is it's that Okay, one Santa, that's fine. Three Santas, that's kind of weird. Seven Santas? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's when it starts getting oh, exciting. I, I see what you're saying. I see you what you're know, saying. and so then if you see seven Santas and then you see a dragon, yeah. it's not as exciting. Well, they need to have the, all the Santas because they need the imposters to, in case there's an assassination. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Stalin, you yeah. know? <laughs> so, so basically, we're acknowledging the, the, the dangers of ju- gun violence in our culture. <laughs> Celebrities out on your lawn, you better have 57 replacements yeah there's one up in someone's balcony and that one's the sniper santa <laughs> <laughs> now who's getting dark <laughs> so i like the um the, the little holiday icelandic holiday tradition oh, yes. i sent you it was uh, i shared that with some people and it, they were freaks. it's an icelandic woman named grilla grilla yeah grilla and uh, for Christmas, she finds the bad children and cooks them in a stew and <laughs> oh, yeah. eats them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I have to say that, that that image that you sent me, she's eating a baby right there. Well, she hasn't even put it in the stew she's yet. She's tasting it. Oh, it's, okay. You know, she's you got to make sure it's, it's okay. good enough. I thought that, that one must have been so good she couldn't wait. Maybe that's how she sorts out the good from the bad. That's <laughs> 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 pretty good, yeah. Well, you know, I just watched um, so the new season of Doctor Who has come out, and they have a, a brand new Doctor Who, and he's really interesting. He's uh, the actor is originally from Rwanda and grew up in Scotland, so it's their first Black Doctor Who, which is really nice. And um, but anyway, his the the their, they always have a Christmas special on Doctor Who, and the Christmas special is about the goblins that eat little children this time <laughs> of year. And I thought, wait, is that some kind of related to your your gorilla story? I mean, it's kind of weird. Like, they, why would why do they need to eat the children? Yeah. Can't they just torment them or something? <laughs> <laughs> That's what my mother's plan was, but I mean, you know. There's another, um, going along with Gorilla, there's a Yule cat, um, also from Icelandic tradition, uh, that eats people who don't have new clothes on Christmas Eve. Really? Yeah, so <laughs> coming for the poor, apparently. <laughs> don't be a child. We'll probably pass that law in, the, yeah. in Wisconsin this, pretty soon. It's like, this yeah. makes me think of like one of those movies where there's a cult or something. I mean, I, I've got been to Iceland several times. I didn't realize there was this dark, forbidding <laughs> underside to their culture. Yeah. If you're there a little too long, they roll out the gorilla. Any, and, of, any of the Nordic you you know, know, the cultures. The Yule Cat, there. yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, it's cold and dark for yeah. so long. You, yeah. you get, yeah. you know, your mind goes to strange places. Sort of that oasis thing when you look out and you can... You're looking at so much white that you see a Yule yeah. cat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 A lot of people that go to Antarctica have that experience. Yeah. It's basically because it's it's so it's there's so low information 
And uh, and your brain is basically like a giant cud chewing machine. Like it gets stuff in there and it just keeps kind of, <laughs> you know. So if it's not getting input, it barfs up its own, you know. It's kind of <laughs> this is boring. Let's, <laughs> this is let's boring. Make, make something new. Start hallucinating. <laughs> Maine's top elections official has has uh, removed Donald Trump from the 2024 primary election ballot. Just remove him, period. Marking the second state to disqualify him. Wow. Uh, Colorado being the first. Yep. Yep. So I have to tell you though, I I actually read that amendment. I don't think it refers to the president because I seriously because it starts by talking about who they uh, you know can't be a rebel you know having wage rebellion or insurrection and it starts with senators and representatives and it works its way down so i don't i don't think they had i think they were trying what they were trying to do is they were trying to prevent uh the old south from sending senators and representatives to congress who were you know basically you know white supremacists but they never thought in a million years that they'd have to worry about a president being that way (laughs) oh dopey them I saw Michigan had also challenged it, and he he can run there, and California also, he can run there. There was a challenge in Wisconsin, but but it came from a a, a brewery. (laughs) The the, the guy from the Monaco Brewery. Yeah. yeah, He he, he filed something with the Elections Commission, and they said, nah. (laughs) Well, the other shoe dropping, and this is the incipient fashion. But in Wisconsin, breweries have voting Powers, so you know, yeah, more, persons, more voting rights than under law. <laughs> persons, yes. But no, but the, the other shoe dropping in this, which just shows the incipient fascism behind you know the American right, is that on Tuesday the police uh, in Colorado mentioned in Denver that they're having to uh, they're investigating incidents directed at the Colorado Supreme Court justices, and they're providing extra parole patrols, pardon me, around their homes. Uh, the the Denver Police Department uh, didn't um, provide details but because uh, they're, they're citing safety and privacy concerns. But they said they're currently investigating incidents directed at the Colorado Supreme Court justices and will continue to work with local, state, and federal law enforcement. That's the way you do it. The way you do it, okay, kids, if you want to know how the fascist playbook works, all the stuff that's the official bureaucratic and governmental officials, they all proceed as normal. But in the background is always the threat of violence, and that's how you get them to do what you want. And, of course, that's what they're doing there. Well, that was a cheerful thing. Yeah, Um, super cheerful. Happy New Year. A new Republican legislative proposal in Wisconsin to penalize educators for exposing children to obscene materials comes out of a wider effort to restrict what K-12 through students can see or read. Uh, The Republican-led assembly... um, Committee on Education uh, has introduced a, a bill that would remove protections for school and library staff against being prosecuted for providing obscene materials to minors. If passed, the bill would create a new class of felons. Teachers and library staff were found to have provided students with inappropriate books or other media. Maybe they should just try to not teach them how to read. <laughs> <laughs> that solves so yeah, many problems. That would, that would really help. <laughs> You're a forward thinker. Yeah, I like right? that. You, gotta, you, you, gotta, you should really sell out because you got a future there. <laughs> you expose the end game. Yeah. <laughs> but they can still look at pictures. They though. can still look at pictures. Yeah. yeah, That's true. No obscene picture books, which apparently is just like two dads. <laughs> two penguins. <laughs> yeah. two, pe- two, two penguins. penguins. <laughs> two penguins going to the grocery store. That's <laughs> 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 what we do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's, president, here's uh, our OnlyFans account. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
So, uh, as you may remember, uh, former President Trump was called out on his recent comments about uh, illegally, or pardon me, saying that uh, people entering the United States, quote, illegally are poisoning the blood of our country. And uh, because uh, this kind of language, of course, was typical of things that a certain Adolf Hitler used to say. Uh, recently, uh, Trump said, uh, I never knew that Hitler said that. I know nothing about Hitler. I have no idea what Hitler said, other than what I've seen on the news. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, what do you see? It's kind of like Frederick Douglass. You know, that, that Hitler guy is getting really popular. But uh, but other things that he said um, that he doesn't remember when uh, when uh, the KKK Grand Wizard David Duke uh, endorsed him back in 2016. So uh, just so you under, uh, understand, I don't know anything about David Duke. I don't even know what you're talking about when you're talking about white supremacy. He also said that he had no idea what QAnon was all about. Uh, he said he didn't know much about QAnon, and this is, uh, I know nothing about it, he said during a town hall meeting. Uh, nonetheless, when uh, people said, well, what do you think about what they believe? He said, well, I don't know whether it's false, and neither do you. Um, he also said he had no idea who the uh, Proud Boys militia group was. I don't know who the Proud Boys are, he didn't said. Didn't he tell them to stand down right and back stand after, by? Right after he said, stand back and stand by. I mean, you'll have to give me a definition, because I don't really know who they are. Uh, Trump has also suggested that he's unaware of some of the most important periods of American history. So at a recent rally in Reno, Trump said he had to ask Texas Governor Greg Abbott to uh, to explain to him what Reconstruction was. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Man, this is like when you're a kid and you break something and you're like, I don't even know what a window is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never seen a window. I, yeah. I couldn't have broken it. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, like my mother used to do that. You know, you'd be pounding nails into the coffee table and she'd say, what do you think you're doing? And I thought, okay, she's trying to get us on two things like perjury and the actual (laughs) thing. Because, you know, the more counts you get in there, the more likely you'll win the case. It's like when the cop pulls you over and says, do you know why I pulled you over? You know, and and you don't answer that because they're, you know, you might answer something that they didn't have any idea about. <laughs> it's like, oh, because of the dead body in the truck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely that. Because <laughs> I'm drunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The wafting smell of weed. <laughs> I actually had a cop pull me over one time and ask me that. And uh, she's, Were you drunk? No, I was not. But what I was doing is I was butt dancing to some music while I was driving. <laughs> you know you know the thing where you kind of move around in your seat sure. and other people you hope nobody's watching? Yeah. You know, so I was listening to some music and doing that, just flying along. It was over the speed limit. And yeah. she said, uh, do you know why I stopped you? And I said, yeah, I was going fast. And she sa- I said, I think I was going like 72 or something. And she said, oh, I only clocked you at like such and such lower, you know. Yeah. And uh, and I, because I was forthcoming, she was very merciful. She was kind of like, well, I won't, I won't, you know, give you the full amount. I can take some miles off. And I said, what? What do you mean you can take some miles <laughs> off? It's like, well, that doesn't seem right. And she said, look, smart guy, do you want me to do it or not? <laughs> I love her smart guy. Yeah, smart guy. Like, look, she, smart guy. She read you pretty fast. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can't change the laws of space and time. <laughs> Should have asked her for the breakdown. There was a like a a saying when I was a kid, like nine, you're fine, ten, you're mine, or something. Yeah. You should have asked her yeah. what those actual breakdowns were. Yeah. So that I could use them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't. I drive so seldom that I had practically I had no points off on my license because. Oh, yeah. I'd never done anything because I, I drive so seldom. Did you, you know, get just, did you get cited for the butt dancing? I did not. I think I, I think you should have. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you dance. 
<laughs> oh well. <laughs> there definitely should be a law. Yeah, yeah there's a law. Should be. I love the Sarah Silverman joke where she says a cop pulled her over and said, Do you know why I'm standing here? And she said, Because you got C's in high school. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shecky Green goes for a drive. <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> but funny. Uh, hey, they finally found something that President Biden did, which is impeachable. Did you hear about this? No. Yes, the chairman of the Oversight and Judiciary Committee wrote a letter to Ed Siskel, uh, the White House counsel. And do you know why? It's because, remember that guy that's his son? <laughs> that, that Hunter Biden that we were referring sure. to earlier? Well, um, apparently he, uh, you know, he, he said he didn't want to go before one of their... Uh, committees uh, in in private because he said that he was worried that the uh, that the Republicans would cherry pick what he said and misrepresent it. So he said he'd be happy to meet in a public session, but not in private. Well, when the press secretary, the White House press secretary, uh, Karen Jean Pierre, was asked about it, she said, "Well, uh, yeah, the president was uh, was familiar with what his son was going to say." So they're basically claiming there's oh, some kind conspiracy. of collusion going on, where uh, because. Uh, Biden knew, the President Biden knew ahead of time his son was going to say that, that somehow this was a conspiracy to obstruct a proceeding of Congress. Mm. So, uh, uh, Representatives uh, James Comer of Kentucky and Jim Jordan of Ohio, uh, two states you want to avoid wherever possible, uh, they are. They said they're focusing on, on this statement. Uh, in light of an official statement from the White House, the President Biden was aware in advance oh that his son would knowingly defy two congressional subpoenas. We are compelled to examine as part of our impeachment inquiry whether the president engaged in a conspiracy to obstruct the proceedings. He should have just said, I don't know, Hunter Biden. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tried and true method. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Coffee boy, I think. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> well, that goes back to your story about Trump where he says he didn't know about yeah. Hitler or right, yeah, probably. Yeah. I do kind of believe him when he says, I don't know, yeah. you mm. know, stuff. Because yeah. uh, it, it's quite possible he doesn't. Well, he's anyway. very mimetic. He doesn't need to actually know the source to just get the meme. People right? are saying. Yeah, people are saying. That's how he does everything. Yeah. People are saying. Yeah. So he's like, oh, that, you know, he's trying to push, he's trying to push the pleasure button of the roiling masses that he's pleasing, right? Sure, so sure. he sees that when he says something awful about people that are not like them, they squirm in <laughs> ecstasy, right? So he's like, let's just ramp it up a little bit. I mean, it's the same dynamic. Well, he's just an entertainer. It's like a it's like a, a stand-up comic, you know. Yeah. They hone their act. They, they say, oh, this, this guy got laughs and this didn't right. so they dropped the joke that didn't get a yeah, laugh. yeah right yeah and uh you know i mean he was very proud of his response to covid until he wasn't right and, you know right. it was yeah. just like oh wait i'm talking about vaccinations getting me nowhere yeah so well, you know what people are saying now <laughs> they'll say anything <laughs> that trump stinks does he that's oh. that's that's the big thing now people there's there's a, a concern that uh, that uh, that he smells bad oh literally smells literally smells oh okay yeah so what does he smell like um like kind of like a diaper and uh, <laughs> and makeup and uh, yeah, right. cologne oh. and body odor. Well, you know, I, I assume that his hairspray bill alone is probably, I mean, that's probably going to be some pretty smelly. I yeah, think. yeah. My mother used to use Aquanet. And yeah. It has a very strong chemical. Yeah, that's where we got the, the hole in the ozone back yeah. then. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> 30% of that was my mom. <laughs> She would spray her hair. It was she like an beehive. architectural feat. Yeah, it was a beehive back yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. And you could fire a shell at it at close range <laughs> and it would be deflected. 
But she was always afraid there was something was going to get in, like a bee or a bird or something, because that thing could never get out if it got in there. I have, really... a, I have a practical question. Yeah, of course. How long did her hairstyle last? Was she like washing her hair daily and then putting Aquanet no, on? No, it, uh, it was weekly. Oh, okay. So she would get her hair. He would, she, would, she would go to the hair architects on Thursday. And then what she would do is she'd have a little foam pillow. And my mother had a little pointy chin. And she would sleep <gasps> on the pillow with a big towel Face around down. her head. Yeah. Ooh. And then and then the, the, the reason why she needed more Aquanet was to keep it in place for the rest of the week, right? So every Thursday there would be this, this ritual of, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel so bad for her neck. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mother was very short. She was only like uh, almost, I think she was five, somewhere between five and five one. And so this gave her a lot of altitude. Yeah, really I hear did. that. I hear that. <laughs> it's Mount Mother. You know? <laughs> she, wanted, she was like, I'll put a whole five six with that baby. You know, so. I have a, uh, my great grandma, she had a Afro when I was growing up, just yeah. like an extreme perm. And I think it grew as her grandkids grew, you know, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, the shorter ones getting kind of tall. I should. Well, I think it's that. And I think part of it is just like any animal, like birds do this too. You need to have a big plumage yeah. to be the the mother. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. The plumage is how, I, how well, your grandmother's imi- stories. To, to like, intimidate. Yeah, 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 to intimidate. It's like those those lizards that were there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, all <laughs> of, it's all part of it. It's all part of it. My mother did that frequently, actually. My poor mother, when she would get angry, she would get so con- she turned purple and she'd get so confused because she was so angry that she'd say the craziest things. So one time she she screamed at my sister, "You've buttered your own bread, and I'll lie in it." <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. I it love was that. Amazing. It's <laughs> really messy. <laughs> <laughs> you buttered your own bread, and I'll lie in it. <laughs> so that was that. Was oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes my dad would get so mad. I had two brothers, yeah. and uh, and uh, he'd like try to yell at me, and he'd say like my oldest brother's <laughs> name, and then he'd say Mo, my, my, Larry, my middle Curly, brother's Larry. name, and then he'd finally Curly Joe, and you could tell he was just getting, and he would just get madder and madder, because <laughs> yeah. he couldn't get the right name. Out. <laughs> then he'd finally get my name, and it's that's like, great. It's so he had two older brothers. So by the time he got to your name, you were out the door, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you were talking to me. <laughs> Yeah, Larry did that, didn't he? (laughs) Your oldest brother's name was not Mo, was it? (laughs) No. (laughs) Larry and Gary. Larry and Gary. Yeah, so we all kind of rhymed. But um, hey, you're listening to the Mel and Floyd Show here on WORT 89.9 on the FM. It's it's Ruby's birthday party here today. It is. It's not much of a party, but... uh, so, but it's fun. <laughs> we're having fun. We're really, <laughs> really doing a show. We're just talking. But we're having fun. We are having fun. We're celebrating your your thirtieth birthday. My thirtieth birthday. Did we want to disclose that? I just kind of. That's okay. Okay. I, right. I cleared it with her. Oh, you did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I wanted him to lie and say I was twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll just have to be thirty for the next five years. <laughs> no, I'm feeling good about being thirty. I feel yeah. like it's. A good decade, you it, know? It's good. You, rem- you remember how old you are. I always, I always had problems with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would be like, okay, but the, the space between 25 and 30 was terrible. Like, of 27, what, I can own gerbils in Wyoming? I mean, there's nothing notable that, yeah. in that little zone there. But 30, you yeah. know. And then when you hit 33, that's the that's the year that Jesus was crucified. So that's a good one to remember, too. 35, you can run for president. I hope I make it older than Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I'm aiming for. Jesus had a risky life. (laughs) (laughs) 
Reminds me of another thing I sent you this week. I just loved it. It was the, the Shroud of Turin uh, sheets. Yes, yes, I love that. That was wonderful. <laughs> so Thank good. you for that. Yeah, that, was, was, that was really I nice. I just loved I want those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, as you get older, it, it, it's it's a matter of, of who I who I outlive now. You, yeah. Know? Yeah. And, you know, it's like, oh, so-and-so died. <laughs> I win. <laughs> <laughs> I get his stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think having a shroud for your bed is going to help with that. Probably not. <laughs> Might want to not en- yeah. encourage fate, you know. Yeah. So, all right, we have to take a break, play some announcements, and uh, I do want to encourage you to um, get the WRT app. Uh, you can listen on uh, the website, uh, wrtfm.org, and uh, listen on the, the, the archives, or uh, you can uh, listen via podcast, thanks to um, Mindless Minion D Cubed, who does all that, and uh, get through Spotify or Apple or wherever. Are we going to take a brief break and then come back with... The New York Times sues OpenAI and Microsoft. And not a moment too soon. I have some uh, news about Banksy's latest art piece. Okay. Excellent. And we're back. So the homicide rate for this year is way down. Oh, I wonder why. I don't know, it's uh, the nation. It's ticking down. The nation's poised to finish. Uh, poised to finish the year with its biggest annual drop in homicides on records. Homicide rate in the U.S. is expected to plummet nearly thirteen percent compared to last year. Yeah, that's too meaning, hot. Meaning more than two thousand fewer people were victims of homicide this year. Wow. Obviously, you don't watch Fox News. Oh, I was going to. That's the next sentence. Here. The, yeah. dr- the drop in homicides comes as more than three quarters of Americans say there is more crime in the U.S. than yeah. a year ago. Yeah. And more than half Americans say the same about crime in their local area, according to a Gallup poll. So. There's statistics, damn statistics, and Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, I saw a thing today on uh, CNN. They had done some kind of poll. And they found that uh, the number has been getting higher uh, every year for the last five years. But we are now at 59 percent of of U.S. citizens saying that uh, they're pessimistic about the coming year. Really? Yeah. So it started about the other way around, like 60 percent. I think their baseline was 2018 or something. So 60 percent were optimistic about the next year. And then over the last uh, five years, it's it's gone the other direction. Which is a lot to be pessimistic about, but it's also a lot to challenge us to, to do something about. Should we take a quick poll? Do you feel like an optimistic or pessimistic? Um, I'm pessimistic, but you know, uh, but I'm a optimistic pessimistic. The famous Ben Franklin, like I prepare for the worst, and then I'm pleasantly surprised when things turn out okay. <laughs> so. yeah. What about you, Mel? Uh, I'm on the pessimistic side. I think personally, I'm optimistic, but uh, you know, looking at like the, the state of the union and all that stuff yeah. that looks kind of pessimistic to me well i guess statistically i should be optimistic <laughs> <laughs> i feel optimistic and exhausted you know what i mean yes. i'm already yeah, tired yeah, yeah, about right, 2024 yeah. Yep, yep. yeah no i think that's a that's a good way to put it i think a lot of people are you know they're kind of like oh no not again yeah. you know, it's like stop it make it stop <laughs> i sent a friend a new year's card with a just uh, cartoons of uh, different kinds of alcohol on the covers. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready for 2024. 
Well, I mean, we're we're victims of mass gaslighting just yeah. constantly. It's like, oh, this is terrible. Oh, the the caravan of immigrants are coming, and the they're all murderers and rapists, and uh, you know. It's, pointed out in the, the news article I just read that, uh, oh, crime is so terrible and it's getting worse. and Inflation like, keeps going inflation, up. Inflation, yeah. yeah, yeah. Economy's like, terrible. <laughs> and, yeah, but and, you must admit, I mean, things are crappy. I was just, I have a couple stories about, uh, for example, healthcare in the United right. States, all these private equity uh, firms oh, yeah. taking over hospitals and they just did a massive sort of mega study that was published in the Journal of Med- American Medical Association that is a, if a private equity company takes over your hospital, medical errors go up because they, they work the people there like crazy mm-hmm. for shareholder value. Yeah. And here at home, here in Madison, Wisconsin, St. Mary's, which is a, a hospital that used to be the highest provider of charity care in the in the in Dane County is now the lowest right. because they first were taken over. Dean Care was taken over by SSM. SSM, and now that company's been taken over by yet another company. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't. So know that. Megacorp, which is probably you know investors from God knows where, you know, are trying to squeeze is that the, the real last. Name? Yeah, Megacorp. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, forgot their, I forgot their actual name. But uh, but yeah, so they're so basically once you've got a situation where. All they care, I mean, they have to spend money just to do those takeovers. Mm-hmm. you got to re- recoup that, if nothing else. Yeah. And so there we are. So they've now dropped to the to the uh, hospital in, in Dane County that provides the least amount uh, of, of care mm-hmm. for for, uh, for charity cases. Yeah. When SSM first bought Dean, I, I was chatting with one of the, the nurses I know, and, and I said, so how's, how are things since SSM took over? And she kind of looked at me like, I can't talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Walls of ears. Let's change the subject. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, that was the answer. I mean, yeah. you know. So you look at things like that and you and you look at, of course, what's basically evolving into another world war. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Israel has just said this week that uh, basically the Netanyahu said that uh, the people better watch out because we're not fussing around with uh, Hezbollah either. We're going to start mm-hmm. bombing to the north of us. Yeah. Um, I, I think my pessimism stems from seeing how many tens of millions of people will support someone like Trump, who's, you know, obviously not all there, who wants to be, a, you know, he flat out says he wants to be a dictator, will not honor you know, legitimate elections. And, uh, but the Republicans and, and, have been doing, and, and then parroting Hitler. I mean, Republicans have been doing this for you those the years, though. They, they basically make chaos and then they say, and now you need us to fix the mess. Yeah. And that's well. No, they 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 say, why didn't you fix that mess? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's it's even worse than that. It's like they they break the lamp and then they say, well, what are you going to do about it now? Yeah, and, and, uh, right. So, I mean, that's the whole thing. I mean, we've seen that since. I mean, it goes back to Clinton, but I mean, it really intensified under Obama yeah. and we saw it in Wisconsin. Well, it's like don't let them ever accomplish anything because right. we don't want them to be able to run on anything. Right, or, you know right. how they ever got Obamacare. Through they must have you know. Yeah. It was kind of a miracle. And then there was Christmas morning when I was out on the on the patio in my bikini. I was a little <laughs> disturbing as well. And that's the coldest Christmas you're ever going to have. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> little fist bump there. That's right. That's what you got to look forward that's to. the hottest Christmas so far. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so that's, 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 that's in the background. It's amazing how we've uh, kind of... Uh, I don't know, metastasize that. I mean, we, we've, we've created a culture of, of, of images and movies and, and books and so on about disaster uh, because we, it's lurking in the back of all of our consciousness and yet can't be expressed directly in terms mm-hmm. of what is actually happening or what we might do about it. Yeah. So we, we're, all, we're all sitting there with our survivalist 
you know, mentality and our, our, our video games that are all about, you know, killing the zombies and everything else. Well, you know there's something forbidding that's happening, but we can't name it or address it directly. Nobody wants to oh, that's not real. That's not happening. So let me get back to shooting zombies in my yeah. video game. Yeah, it did snow yesterday, so... I, yeah, I don't and, it ev- and, and it and it melted in about ten minutes after it got <laughs> oh, done. <yeah. laughs> uh, Nikki Haley has attempted to clean up her failure to cite slavery as the cause of the Civil War at a New Hampshire town hall. Uh, <laughs> when the vice president of the Confederacy was asked, "Why are we doing this?" We are engaging in the great experiment of proving the reality of the fact that the white man is more important than anybody else. I mean, all you have to do is actually know anything about the history of this. Or, or look at their constitution. Their constitution, It was yeah. like a lot of times in the first sentence. Right to own people. That's <laughs> on our Bill of Rights. Yeah. You know what I can't believe is that she's going to be our first female president. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's my, that's my, my money's on it. Because really? she'll, she'll be, yeah. she'll be the vice president and then Trump will croak her. Or I just, I don't think it's. It's going to be someone insane. And then we're just going to get one of them. (laughs) Well, that doesn't narrow it down. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of insane, uh, uh, Laura... Bobo is is changing her district where yeah. she's running. Oh. She's she's moved. She's kind of sli- slid over to a more more Republican uh, leaning district, and uh, she said she's got a firm grasp on the issues. <laughs> <so. laughs> well, let's just say firm but soothing grasp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too, it'll be too firm. You guys were here last week, right? So you covered the fact that. Our our maps are going to change. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah, they're going to yeah. change. Hopefully, yeah. And uh, there was, uh, uh, they just want them to be contiguous. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's hysterical. I and mean, they're like, "You people are so partisan." <laughs> the district I live in is like we've got little seven house pockets all over. Do you really? Dane County, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Monona, Fitchburg, and Bloomingdale, or whatever you know, yeah. Blooming Grove. Yeah. We're all over the place. It's the Anaconda district. <laughs> <laughs> well, when Paul Ryan was like representing the the Janesville area, is that the first district? Or? I think so. Yeah. 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 So, and uh, you know, as as that as he his margin of error became less and less as you know the population mm-hmm. you know kind of shifted away from him. They, they had to keep redoing the districts. They, they put this tail that went up toward Waukesha County. I mean, it literally, and, yeah. it literally was a tail. Excise <laughs> some apartment buildings. <laughs> well, now they have these, like, black holes <laughs> where you can go through and come out on the other side of the state, and that's still considered part of the oh, same Oh, district. it's like Deep yeah. Space Nine. Deep Space yeah. Nine, yeah. yeah so, well, there was one, one where they had, like, individual houses were like an, an island. I mean, there'd be like this blue area of, you know, the district and then there'd be like a little spot of say green or something in the middle and it represented like a house or two. Yeah. And it was really strange and I, I suspect that was probably like somebody who was already holding office and they didn't want to make them go to a different district or something. But, yeah, uh, probably it's like <laughs> this one house means that he can... <laughs> That's pretty funny. So the New York Times this week sued uh, OpenAI and Microsoft for copyright infringement. That was on Wednesday. And uh, what the uh, organization claims is that these are these are copyright copyrighted material that's been used to train uh, their their software and that in doing so they were basically uh, you know billions of dollars worth of uh, unlawful copying and use of the New York Times uniquely valuable works was in play. 
Um, so uh, in its complaint, the Times said it approached Microsoft and OpenAI back in April. And uh, they raised concerns about the use of its intellectual property. And they wanted to explore a, quote, amicable resolution, possibly involving a commercial agreement and, quote, technological guardrails. Bumpers. And, uh, what, what's that? Bumpers. Bumpers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And those bumpers work just about as well as a self-driving car. <laughs> so, And OpenAI's open response was, how about a nice game of chess? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, according to a spokesperson, uh, Lindsay Held for OpenAI, she said that they'd been moving forward constructively in their conversations, and we were surprised and disappointed by the lawsuit. And here's the part, and I know I'm an old dude, but this just drives me crazy when I read it. We respect the rights of content creators and owners and are committed to working with them. They're not creating content. This is not ground-up meat for your sausage casings. <laughs> it is a thing they are doing that has a purpose in and of itself. Yeah. It is not content. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, they wrapped up the press release by saying, Kill all humans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I thought was a little over yeah, the top. Yeah. They actually, it's a controversial view. <laughs> yeah. It, it wasn't. 57% of Americans are in favor of it, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. What were you going to say? Uh, well, I was going to say they actually didn't say that because the New York Times has never written that. So they weren't able to, <laughs> <laughs> to plagiarize it. <laughs> Very good. Well, you know my standard. I Because I'm an educator and I have to deal with this. And I told some of my colleagues the two things to look for is if you ever see the word albeit, you'll know that's not a student writing that. <laughs> or if you see a semicolon because no student knows how to use a semicolon so have you seen there's um i'm sure you have but there i've seen things where um you can like put in secret little things in prompts yeah, sure yeah. sure so you can be like you know and use this phrase in like white text really small yeah and then when you you'll know that someone used just yeah. copy and pasted it into right. yeah. yeah map makers do that they yeah. put in little yeah. little fake streets right. and stuff to yep. Yep. see yep. if exactly. anybody's copying exactly a friend of mine uh, uh, who was also an educator he uh, this was I thought a bit excessive but nonetheless it it, it was it was to the point someone had created a document yeah. uh, printed out a document that something else had written and it had some words in it that he was almost positive this individual did not understand or would never have normally used. So they had a vocabulary test in the <laughs> English composition class. They had a vocabulary test, and every one of those words was on the vocabulary test. And the student immediately saw what was happening Aww. and just jumped up and screamed at the professor and stormed out of the room. Oh, really? But she, yeah, she was like, I know what you're doing. And his response was, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's reached. I, it's funny because people say, oh, you can use. Here's the thing. People say, oh, you can use AI in lots of ways, right? A machine yeah. can do. You can use the bulldozer approach where you use the machine to do things and you're just a 90 pound weakling, right? Yeah. The machine's doing all the work. Or you can use it like a weight machine, right? You can make yourself stronger. Yeah. Guess what most humans will do? <laughs> They're not going to. So when people try to say, oh, AI could be a useful tool, it could be. But what's the percentage likelihood it will be? Yeah. Then I get a little worried. Yeah. I will say, I so there, there's some AI that I use. Um, the one that I use the most for my job is I do use transcription services, right? And I always make sure that it's accurate, like it's accurate before I use any of the the things that transcribe because it's just so much faster than I can ever be. Um, but then I get so mad. I'm like, why would they have said otter in this sentence? You yeah. know, like, and then I'm like, but I I want you to be a little bit bad. Like yeah, I want yeah. you to be bad enough. <laughs> that I need to come in and fix you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess my, my thing about it is is there, there there's a belief that 
somehow it, it, there's nothing problematic about this. But the one, the two things I think we can say about human beings: first of all, original sin. Yes, it, it, that's true. We're all evil. Second thing is <laughs> slippery slope. You give them an inch to take a mile. Yeah, well, I'll do that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. We all think somebody else should be our slave, I'll, right? I mean, I'll that's just, human I'll history use, shows I'll just that. Use this to check the spelling. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And before you know it, the robot tyrants are running the world. Yeah. To think it all began with spell check. <laughs> <laughs> that brings up Skynet. <laughs> I was getting some ads pushed at me yesterday, just repeatedly, for I, they must have thought I worked in customer service or something. But it was like you know how you could use AI to to answer all of these these questions from your customers and mm-hmm. and uh, and provide services to them. And it's like no, that doesn't work. You know you you get like a generic because I've been on the, the receiving end of those. You get a generic answer that yeah. doesn't that doesn't help you at all. Right. I mean you know yeah. And uh, I always talk back to like if you. Like paying your part, you know, you put your parking ticket thing in there and then it's, you know, you give them the credit card and the thing says, thank you. And I always say, you don't mean it. <laughs> I don't know why I just feel compelled to say that to it because I know it doesn't. <laughs> Stop saying thank you. That's, it's like the old, it's like the old joke where people were in a, in a plane that couldn't land that had trouble with its landing gear and then they're they're instruments were all out so they were totally lost they didn't know where they were they were over a city and they were circling this building and uh, and they they held up a sign they saw some people on the on the rooftop and they, the sign said where are we and the people on the rooftop you know were scribbling an answer they could see them working on it they hold up a placard that says you're in an airplane <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the guy in the plane goes oh, okay i know where we are that's the microsoft headquarters <laughs> because what they said was Technically true, but completely worthless. (laughs) I keep telling people because they think I'm anti-technology. I'm like, I love technology. It's capitalism I can't stand. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Minnesota is raising their minimum wage this year. Their minimum wage will increase to $10.85 an hour for large employers and $8.85 for other state minimum wages up 26 cents from the current rate of 10.59 for large employers wow. that's so. like the the alternate universe wisconsin isn't i know it? <laughs> it really is it's like because ours is like seven dollars and 35 cents yeah. or something yeah, I think 25 um i think uh, like about half the states are raising their minimum wage this year mm-hmm. um Wisconsin, obviously not included. <laughs> Mississippi. Mississippi. <laughs> Massachusetts is raising theirs to $15 an hour. Yeah, yeah. if you ever lived in Massachusetts. Well, yeah, you know true. yeah, yeah. Speaking of economies and other things, the Israeli economy is expected to shrink by 2% this quarter, according to leading researchers. And uh, part of this is because of hundreds of thousands of workers that has been displaced uh, by the war against Hamas. Uh, about 20% of the Israeli workforce is missing from the labor market, which is up uh, about 3% from the before the fight because they've been uh, drafted. The spike in unemployment reflects the fact that 900,000 people were called up to fight. So that's going to have a huge impact, uh, of course, on their economy. You see, um, Iowa and Nebraska are. This is gonna. This is gonna peeve you off. I can already tell. Iowa and Nebraska have decided that they're not going to participate in food assistance programs for kids this summer, which is federally funded. Why um, do they do these things? <laughs> why, why do they do these They're taking things? money from us to pay for it. Why, yes. does it. why does it matter to them? Those are big agricultural states, too. I mean, that's yeah. the whole point. I mean, that's how they sold right. food stamps originally is kind of to, 
to help out help farmers sell stuff. Oh, the Iowa mm. governor said, uh, Kim Reynolds is her name, said that it's not sustainable. Mm. Mm. So don't feed people today because it, they might be hungry tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. that's it. They're going to expect it. They're just going to want, they're going to get addicted to that food. <laughs> <laughs> food. That's exactly it. Oh my God. It's also, it's, so it's uh, $40 per month to each child in low income families to help with food costs while school's out. $40 a month. Yeah, that's a lot of money. A lot of ramen. A lot of ramen. <laughs> well, Minnesota, we talked about this last week, I think. They, they instituted a, a free lunch program for, for like, universal. Yeah. And, uh, and they're being challenged in court. I mean, like, who, who could be against that? I mean, it's like feeding children. And it's it's like, like my kid needs to have a leg up because I can feed them. Yeah. The yeah. kids who can't be fed by their Screw parents. Them. Yeah. Yeah. I want them to be hungry and not be able to concentrate. <laughs> Didn't you ever read Atlas Shrugged? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Those kids are just takers. <laughs> was that old joke on The Simpsons where Maggie went to the Ayn Rand, oh, yeah. Ayn Rand daycare? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, gotta, you have to, you have to, uh, to suck the pacifier within. <laughs> uh, changing, changing the subject a little bit here. The, these are these are the most popular names. Um, given the babies in uh, in Madison that uh, in St. Mary's and uh, at uh, Meritor, I guess was the other one. Okay. But uh, in uh, in in Madison, these are the top names for babies last okay. year: Hudson, all right, Jack, Ava, Avery, Henry, Charles, Charlotte, Elizabeth, Leo, Logan, Nora, Theodore. I knew those would come back. <laughs> And uh, oh, um, Unity, yeah, Meritor was the second one. And they also have Theodore, Henry, Oliver, Emma, Eleanor, spelled like nineteen different ways. Evelyn, Charlotte, Owen, Jack, Ava, Owen. I love that name. Ava, yeah. Ben, Nora, Ezra, Violet, and Hazel. Oh. Yeah, I have a friend. I, it was ahead of the curve. She has a daughter named Hazel. Really? And I just thought that was so adorable because you know, again. The 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 namespace got used up. Nobody uses those names anymore, so they're kind of sitting over here. So yeah. it's like, well, we want to do something original. Well, they cycle through. They I cycle mean, through, yeah, you know, because uh, people all run to one side of the ship and then they all run to the yeah. other side of the ship. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way we do it. That's culture. <laughs> the pants are skinny. The pants are fat. The pants are long. The pants are short. <laughs> it's like whatever. Whatever those guys did was wrong. We got to do it the other way. I used to go out with a woman named Dorothy, and she was like, we were in our twenties at the time, and she, and every other Dorothy was like about eighty years old, and it just yeah. drove her insane that she surrender had, Dorothy she had this, oh, that's what I said to her sometimes <laughs> but uh, it drove her crazy she had this old lady name you know yeah. and, and she would get mail for the other there's another Dorothy with yeah. her same name and she'd get the mail of you know for you know adult diapers and stuff yeah. and, that's uh, when you seek out a friend named Agnes <laughs> <laughs> Hey, they were very proud. The movie critics were very proud this year that the superhero movies did not do so well. Captain Marvel, The Flash, Ant-Man, Shazam, Blue Beetle. Nobody got really very excited about it. Aquaman was in uh, was in a movie. Uh, cost more than $200 million to make uh, and tens of millions to market. And it made $28 million in sales. Yeah. So everybody's getting kind of excited. They're kind of like, maybe this whole superhero craziness is kind of over. Until you figure out which were the top grocers this year. One was a movie about a... Uh, doll, and the other was the movie about 
a, an old video game. So. <laughs> uh, Barbie cleaned up, as we all know, which is an excellent movie, by the way. I don't want to just the movie. Uh, with what at one point four four billion dollars in worldwide ticket sales, and uh, it's a lot of pink. And uh, the, the Super Mario Brothers movie collected one point three six. I don't know what it says, but number three was Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the issue with superhero movies is I always feel like I have to do homework before I can go. <laughs> yeah. Like I have like 12 hours of movies I have right. to watch yeah. before I can see yeah. the newest one. Yeah. Well, I just mentioned Doctor Who, which is a uh, British program, of course, I enjoy. But it got to the same place. It got so recondite and arcane. It was like stories within stories within stories and references mm-hmm. back to things that you'd have to be some kind of maniac to know anybody about, anything about. And then they got uh, basically the guy that originally did the reboot came back as their writer. And now you don't have to know anything about That's it. Good. You can just watch it and it's mm-hmm. fun. You know, yeah. So. Well, I think they should have called the the new Aquaman Aquaman Number Two. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> think about it. <laughs> no, it's Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, Number Two is more fitting, especially since Amber Heard was in it. <laughs> hey, speaking of movies, uh, James Bond is facing charges for allegedly walking in Yellowstone's thermal thermal area. James areas. Bond? Yeah, Pierce Brod. Oh, Bronson. Pierce Bronson. Yeah. Yeah. What did he do? He was he was just trouncing around in Yellowstone in, in the, places in the, he wasn't supposed the to. Oh, no. places, so. yeah. Why was he doing that? Yeah, because he's because he could wants he's to. A star. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I was. I, they had a big uh, tourist alert in uh, Iceland, you know, because that fissure opened up, and oh, yeah. uh, and I I, would, I I was cast back to when we were in uh, Hawaii a few years ago, and uh, someone fell into. Uh, they wanted to get a really really good picture of this uh, volcanic fissure and they actually fell in which was they had big signs like don't do this you'll fall in and the guy fell in so it's kind of sad but yeah you know, someone with stuff like that someone already took i can google picture of volcano <laughs> <laughs> and I exactly can I, that's the way i feel too it's like i don't need to go bother those things <laughs> they can just somebody else do it and they'll be our representative you know yeah, exactly. kind of, i like people at concerts or sporting events where they're like Ugh. eight miles away from the stage or from the, the playing field and they're holding their phone up you know <laughs> yeah i got this look at this great picture i got of uh you know beyonce it makes <laughs> me want to throw my drink at them like, <laughs> i would never but like i'm like i can see your phone clearly <laughs> <laughs> nice phone. All right, all right we got to declare. <laughs> so weekend, it's Ruby's birthday weekend. Celebrate for me. Yeah, <laughs> we should. So, all right, stick around. The kiosk is next. After that, who cooks for you with the real Jaguar? Amy Goodman, Democracy Now, Labor Radio, Blues Friday in my mind. All kinds of great stuff here on your favorite radio station. Uh, you are listening to WRT eighty nine point nine FM. Madison, Ruby, happy birthday again. Thank it was you. great to see you as always. And uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, have a great, great week, everybody. Bye-bye.